We gonna drop this next bomb for a money-making player that ain't with us no more. Yeah, Notorious B.I.G. Hell no! We gonna do this for a gang-banging thug that never seen it coming. Yeah, Tupac Shakur. Nah, bitch! I'm talking about motherfucking TC and Jake. And shit. Well, alright. Indeed, that is what he is talking about. We are those men. Those men are us. That's right, we're the Bloodhound Gang. You guys following uh, Megxit? I can't, can't say that I am. Um, I am. Fuck all that shit. Turning this off, I'm just going straight into it. Gentlemen and ladies, this is the only thing I've been thinking about all week. Just coming here and sharing this with you. This is something that's absolutely changed my life, and I believe will change yours. This is not a podcast. This is a fucking religion organized around this clip posted to Sylvester Stallone's Twitter feed. I'm about to introduce the great Al Pacino <laughs> to the great Guy Fieri, who's going to make some great food today. Oh, you're going to over. Yes. Oh, Here he is. Guy, look who it is. Hey, Mr. Guy. How are you? The meeting of the Titans. What a pleasure. What a pleasure. I hope you're hungry. I'm always hungry. Well, I, I fuck. Oh man, I wanted to know what I was about to say. I that's fu- that's kind of the thing, you know. Like it's uh, could it's, be anything. You know, the Bible doesn't lay out everything for you. Like it, it just kind of points out. I that, fucking you know? love Flavor Town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the the parts that I like to focus on are, of course, mainly when guys talking. I, I find him to be a a fountain of interest. So I want you to notice the extremely casual way that he's like, because he's never met Al Pacino before, and I should remind you, Al Pacino is Al Pacino. Um, and, and he's friends with Sylvester Stallone, apparently. Apparently. Uh, the, the man who does not speak, who's trailing in all this, I've actually heard a radio interview that we can dive into in a second, where he claims to be the uh, architect of all that, and that's uh, Jay Glazer. Oh, Okay. Uh, so he says that it's actually him that's friend Devon. In the interview, he said, I like to bring crazy communities together. That's right. the kind of thing that Jake Glazer says. He's like the DJ Khaled of roided up white guys. But Guy, I will submit together. to you, is trying to show that he's not freaking out. So he just gives a, oh, hey, dude. What's up, Ali? To Al Pacino. <laughs> he's the mayor of Flavortown. He doesn't have to bow to anybody. But he thinks about it for a second. Then he's like, man, that was kind of understated. I don't know if Al knows how much this means to me. I don't want to geek out, but I am going to send a message that this is a big deal. So, here, here, li- listen in again. Hey, boss. Hey, guy. How are you? There's the hey, boss is the, hey, hey, boss. Hey, you know, boss. What's up? That's all right. The meeting of the Titans. What a pleasure. 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 That is the only thing Megan has heard another human say since this video is released. <laughs> <laughs> you saying what a pleasure in Guy Fieri voice uh, when I you get out of bed. I speak in different intonations of what a pleasure. That's how she knows if it's a yes or no response. It's kind of dirty. Uh, I, I think what a my, pleasure. My favorite part is that Sylvester Stallone says the meeting of the Titans. <laughs> meeting of the Titans. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's an SAT analogy, right? I mean, people are always thinking that Guy Fieri is to food when Al Pacino is to to film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, uh, Al Pacino looks terrible in that clip too, by the way. But I think he's been steady looking terrible for like 20 years every time he's not on camera. Yeah, there's something That's there. That's an impressive feat. Because uh, there's, people note, noted that for some reason Sly put this up like a week after it happened. 
Like he just decided a week later, they're like, yeah, well, yeah it's a good video, I'll tweet it. And uh, in, the video, in, the, in the picture that's posted on someone's Instagram, Pacino, on the same day, like in the same clothes, same setting, looks much better. There's something about the way uh, in, in moving pictures that his hair is that uh, I, I would identify the hair as the most part that I'm like, man, I hope Al's okay. He generally just looks haggard as fuck, especially when he's about to have to approach the throne. <laughs> yeah. The throne of the mayor of <laughs> yeah. Flavortown. I don't know. None of this shit makes any sense to me, but I guess nothing should surprise us. I mean, Kid Rock is like writing campaign songs for the <laughs> leader of the free world. So well, that, that, does, cultural... that does make sense. He's yeah, very I don't good. know. Back in the day, I would have thought he might have been a, an ally, but the cultural Mad Libs we live in should not make... No one should be surprised that Sylvester Stallone is friends with Guy Fieri and introducing him to Al Pacino via NFL insider Jay Glazer. But I, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I sent this clip to our, our friend Dan Binion. I, I just texted him and I said I, I wanted to make sure you saw this and sent it to him. And his, his response was, uh, Stallone says it best, a meeting of the titans. <laughs> it's true, it's truly. And he's so right. He's so right. One more time, everyone. God damn. I'm about to introduce the great Al Pacino <laughs> to the great Guy Fieri, who's going to make some great food today. Yes. Here he is. Guy, look who it is. Hey, boss. How are you? The meeting of the Titans. What a pleasure. What a pleasure. I hope you're hungry. I'm always hungry. Well, I fuck. I fuck. That, cliff, that cliffhanger is going to keep me up at night. I fucked a piece of food the other day, <laughs> yeah. I assume. Something along those lines. Well, I'm glad that you're obsessed with that. I love it. Um, I'll tell you what I've been thinking about since at least this morning. Okay. Um, yeah, how'd your proctologist visit go? Man, I sampled the uh, new burrito place in Victory Park. That is a burrito place where you go through a line and you select your ingredients. Jesus, dude, we're not on the air. You don't have to do this. Okay, well, it's that place. And I'd heard some, some negative reviews, and I might not be at work tomorrow. Uh, within, is there a Chipotle at work? Is that... There's a place where you go by. That's exciting. And put, and yeah, it was exciting until I had to run back to the station like 15 minutes after I finished. They might. It's a price I'll pay. They might have quality control issues there, but no. So but those I, can be worked out. Getting it there is the hard part. Working on the quality control, like that, might be just one bad chicken, dude. They're gonna get new chickens tomorrow. No, well, I got the bad one. Yeah. Um, well, you know. So we had our uh, one-year checkup with new pediatrician this morning. Mm-hmm. And so my takeaways from that are... Couldn't stick with one pediatrician for a year, huh? Well, we Millennials. Moved, dickhead. <laughs> uh, you remember whenever you were like 16 or 17? I don't know about how this goes for everybody else, but until I got out of high school, I was still going to my pediatrician. <laughs> no. Not everyone else does that? I mean, you know, I, I, was, I was not at least in a position like six... where I could once I was 14. Yeah, you were locked up. I was, least, I was at least like 16, and then maybe after that I went to like Care Now or some shit, but... Then whenever I went to college, I would go to the campus clinic uh-huh. to get my dick swapped. <laughs> yeah. Or I would go to Care Now. It's the good kind of HIV. Right. <laughs> Things are looking up for you, pal. Uh, you've got magic, not mercury. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so uh, I remember whenever I was like 16 or 17, like the same height I am now, how fucking weird it felt whenever you would go to your doctor and you'd be in a waiting room full of babies. <laughs> yes, yes. 
I can tell you the weirder Couldn't part. Couldn't fit of, in the chairs. Yeah, seriously. And they've got like the little. <laughs> what's that shit called? We got we got one for Christmas that like it's it's got like the wiring and you move the block or yeah, little yeah, ring yeah. thing around it. Love those. Uh huh. Feels like you're on a little hand roller coaster. Yeah. Um. And so they've got those at the doctor's office, but you're like 17 years old, and it feels strange. Yeah, well, they are fun. Well, I can so. tell you what's stranger than that is being at the doctor with your baby and there being a kid sitting next to me in the waiting room that absolutely could have beat the shit out of me if he wanted to. Yeah. And I'm like, we need like a 12 to 17-year-old doctor. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no, there's no fucking reason for this kid who has a dip in, who looks like he just got <laughs> done with CrossFit, sitting next to me and my crying child. Like, they don't need the same doctor. Yeah. It felt super, super uncomfortable. Yeah. He's like, you know... Snapchatting, and uh, I'm over here like dealing with shit coming out of the baby's diaper. Very strange. What did uh, what did Gus make for you there? Uh, I'm not sure yet. It's Let's framed. see here. Oh, this is for you, buddy. Oh my God, that's, yeah, that's beautiful. That's all you. That's all you. It's it's a home rule map of Ireland. On the day that Tommy Reese is promoted to Notre Dame offensive coordinator, everything's going good for, for what everything a big day. Irish. What a big day for the Flemings. This is a beautiful piece. What a big day for the O Flemings. I thought we could, I thought we could get Joe Moorhead, but uh, you oh, know. I don't want to hear it anymore. Uh, we we can we can settle for Tommy. That's all right. So my second takeaway from uh, besides the fact that they should definitely have they should have a doctor, yes, for teenage kids because it's weird to have a crying baby there with a kid that could kick my ass. The second thing is when the nurse comes in, you know, you think of science and of medicine as being pretty advanced, but they ask you some questions that you just give like yes or no answers to. So they say like. Uh, how many hours a day she's sleeping? And uh -huh. like we've stopped tracking that shit a long time ago, so Fair we're, we're kind of eyeballing it. Uh, how many times a day does she shit? I'm like, I don't know. I don't have her the whole day. Maybe she shits five times when she's with my mom. I only know about what happens when I'm there. Uh, how many times a day is the diaper wet? We're going through these things, and then it gets to like. Is uh, there anything you do know about your child? Right. Yeah. Uh, all I know is that she doesn't belong in the same doctor with South Lake Carroll's free safety. <laughs> uh, she, so then he's like, um, Is she walking? And we're like. Kinda. And then she's like, well, can she stand up on her own? And like, I'm not answering these questions. Wife is because she clearly wants to put on the big, the face that our child is not falling behind in development. Yeah. She's like, oh, she can kind of stand, you know. She's like, words? Is she talking? Yeah, a couple. A couple words. And the lady is just kind of like checking these boxes. And it's like, uh, is it, uh, does she, um, you know, can she, again, can she stand up on her own and then walk? I'm like, kind of. Um, can she write HTML code? Yeah, a little bit, you know. Uh, is she proficient in Final Cut Premiere? Or pro yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like we would have said yes to fucking anything. Yes, that's Because we didn't want to look bad. Yeah. And it makes me think that these questions have some sort form or sort of scientific value or value for her. We lied about fucking everything. Yeah, no, <laughs> and I'm Ma like, Megan she got out of the room. I was like, Megan, well, we, and it's we, not just the doctor. We, we took the over there, didn't we? Like, <laughs> like any anytime she's talking to like another person about the child and they're asking about developmental milestones, she'd be like, you know, um, she can't say it out loud, but I can see it in her eyes that she's doing long division. Right. Definitely, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I think uh, the other day in her sleep she split the atom. I was looking at the <laughs> yeah. I was looking at the monitor. You know, mothers know. <laughs> you just take some mother's mother's instinct. But it's yeah. like if you're asking me these questions, I assume they matter, but we literally lied about all of them. The, the one that I had the most problem with is... I wanted to be like, this thing is fucking whacking. It's, you, might, you guys might need to take it from us for a little while because we don't know what we're doing. They did ask like uh, something about like smoking or like exposure to like drug users. And on the one hand, like I, I feel like it is important to be honest in those things. Like for example... Oh, this I, idiot told them. If I went to my doctor... <laughs> 
Um, and they asked, do you use drugs? I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. I, I smoke marijuana. Probably oh, well, every should. single other person in here lies about our how many drinks we have per week go to the doctor every single time. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, or is that just me? Do you, do you want uh, like the, the, them to be able to have the tools to help you or not? Like, you, you just want to go on this whole, you know, merry-go-round of not getting you. any better? Um, but but the, the, with the kid, it seems like they're going to hand that straight to CPS. Like, it's a, like what are, what are you, a cop? Like, yeah. uh, I feel like it's a different deal. Yeah, exactly. That, that's kind of what I thought about this morning is this is, the ver- this is the baby version of them. Like, you don't really have a box for how many drinks I'm consuming a week, so yeah. just, I'll just hit the plus. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write in a number here. Yeah, you write in Tell vote. me if it's too high. I'm, I'm writing Nader. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing Perot. Uh, and then the third and final thing, if I were going to do a segment called This Week in White Guilt, uh-huh. I'm not going to do that. Okay. But if I were going to do that... How is this different than you doing it? I would... Well, because I'm not doing it. Oh, okay. But if I were going to do it, I would say, much like whenever Larry David's dog was racist... Uh-huh. Uh, you, me- you remember uh, Wanda Sykes was in that episode and yeah. called out Larry for having a racist dog. Yeah. So the nurse asks the questions... The doctor comes in and he does like what's mostly the easy shit, right? Put the thing in the ear, put the thing in the eyes, put the thing in the throat. He's doing little like half-ass Patch Adams bits, you know? Like he's got little like, Whoa, where'd my, where'd, where'd this go? Like all this fucking lame shit. But he's like the good guy, you know? So, so what's, your, what's your third doctor going to well, be Well, no, like? so here's the deal. Uh, yeah, exactly, right? We're already moving on. He had a spiel where he like clearly had a... Uh, these are the foods to not let them eat, and they were alphabetical. Uh-huh. So there was some alliteration through did he, it. Like, did he wrap them? Uh, he didn't wrap them like the STD for old people doctor. Uh-huh. I, think, I don't remember if you were listening that day or not. But I don't know. Some lady who's like an octogenarian had a PSA rap about how old people might not know. This ain't the 50s. You got to put a condom on. Okay. <laughs> you can't just be, you're going to get the old Good person's message. drip. So he gets all the easy shit. But it's one of your checkup times, so we have shots due. And he's like, uh, he's the fun guy, he's kind of wacky, and he's like, well, it's time for shots, so I hate being in here for that part. I'm going to leave the scene. Uh, Nurse, I feel the same way. Nurse comes back in, and at this point, it's, it's important to note a couple things. I think my, my daughter's only seen like three non-white people in her life. <laughs> okay. And uh, two of them have been on this podcast, and uh-huh. the other one's Donovan. Uh-huh. So... The doctor, who is fun, happy time guy, who's got a little toy to cheer you up and leaves the room before the pain, white male. Uh-huh. The nurse who comes back into the room to fucking armbar you and jab needles into you, black female. Not the message you want to And send. it briefly crossed my mind. <laughs> okay. This is the first black woman that this baby's ever seen in her life, and she's screaming, crying while they're jabbing her. Now, I was laughing. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Oh, it's like, it's comic relief, you know? We needed some levity. But it did at least briefly cross my mind that when the guy was like, I'm getting out of here before the real shit, ha, 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 ha. And then the lady comes back in, and she had this look of, I hate doing this. And then she did it. I was like, I mean, the, the fuck? The, the problem would be if she came back in like, fucking, my she time, let's go. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would hope that she hates doing it. She's fucking like, injuring children. Yeah. So... The uh, sole interaction with a uh, black female that my white child has had involved uh, probably the most tremendous pain she's ever dealt with, 
And uh, if she's one of those babies like you were talking about that Harper says there's some kids that can remember like every day of their life from birth. I wish she'd never told me that. It haunts my dreams. Yeah. Well, it fucked me up this morning too. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, th- this, this is just a terrible accident that happened to you. How could you be expected to expose her to a black female in <laughs> a year? <laughs> exactly. Twelve full months. You know, look, we all have our bubbles. Um, so for real, though, I want you to get into the... You either have to get into the Netflix goop show, or I need you to start following this uh, Mexit thing a little closer for me. No, 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 I, I, I know more about it than you do. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you already bought the candle. Do you have any questions? No, uh, not the goop thing. Oh, um, <laughs> I feel like we've talked about this, but I, I don't feel like you remember because uh, you didn't make fun of me whenever it came up on the air. And if the roles were reversed, that's not a mercy I would have granted you. Uh, no I've, way. I've seen most of Suits. I'm I'm pretty conversant in the the storylines and uh, everything. I, I Rachel is uh, the show she near was and dear to my heart. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Amazing. I mean, you know, it's like a... It's not as good as Sorkin, but it's like... It's, it's close, you know? Get the fuck out. It's that kind of... It's like that kind of feel. Just, you know, fucking jab after jab after jab. It's just... It's, it's a bunch of smart people having a smart time talking lawyer stuff in New York. Dude, you would love it. No. That literally sounds like the worst thing you could possibly describe. And, like, me. she starts out as a paralegal, but she's, like, lawyer is smart. She can't walk. But, the, but she's just afraid to take the test. And then her boyfriend's like, well, actually, I, like, fucking take tests for people all the Thank time. You. It's, like, my, my side thing. And she's like, no, I can't. Now she's the one who has autism. No. There's a couple different shows. Oh. Uh, okay. Someone DM'd me and let me know that uh, Sean, uh, apparently from the promos, has multiple sex partners at this point. Holy fuck. The autistic doctor fucks? <laughs> yeah. Is he going to save his species of autistic doctors like that tortoise? And fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck no, he's he's going to be like the goddamn... The uh, back into existence with he's going to be like the Asian chisms. carp. There's going to be uh, nothing but autistic doctors everywhere. Right? <laughs> like, they, they have no natural predator. <laughs> this is a terrible mistake. Shouldn't a, have introduced them to the population. A carp reference. Yeah, you, have you been following the Asian carp? No, I can't say that I have. 97% of the I've biomass of the Mississippi deep in River. Mexit. One fucking thing. Carp? Asian carp. Okay. And they're trying to get into Lake Michigan. They got, a, they got an electric fence in the water oh, where they okay. try and prevent them from going into Lake Michigan. Because if they do, so they, fucking $7 billion fishing industry done. They Gone. built They built $7 the wall. billion dollars off the fucking planet. They built Trump's electric wall and it worked. They wanted to keep foreigners out. And- Let me tell you, buddy. They'll tell you it worked. It's not fucking working. That thing's gone. Like, if you're a fucking fisherman in, in anywhere in the Great Lakes, I just new job now. You know, learn some fucking coding skills. Like, it's it's over. Like my baby. All right, what do you got for me? Asian carp. <laughs> no, I got a bunch of stuff. Do you see? Uh, do you see the Penn State guy that's suing Penn State? Do you see Dude, this, Kev? I saw this, Kev. He's a uh, safety from Saxy. So that's a local tie. That's why we can cl- include it in community quick hits. That's what I call this segment. And he said that the upperclassmen who were hazing him said, we're going to fucking Sandusky you. That's right. That's exactly what the young man said. This only makes you happy because it's Penn State. Uh, no, I don't have any for or against. I just think that the phrase... I mean, like, on the one hand, uh, I, I, I feel legitimately heartbroken at most hazing stories. Like, this is pretty fucked up. Like, they would hold down other kids. Like, not just this one, like... 
just half the fucking team would just have to have the, someone put their balls in their face and just be like, and if you resist, then, then we're going to like really make trouble for you. But they wouldn't say we're going to really make trouble for you. They said we're going to Sandusky you. Yeah, and I only briefly... And you got to admit, that's kind of funny. Okay, I will admit. I only briefly glanced at the story, but um, I had a very... To, to go back to uh, the race corner, I had a very Twiggy-like reaction to this story. Where Donovan has often said that when Twiggy sees like a, a police chase and they can't see yeah. the, the race of the person in the car, she just sits there hoping and praying yeah. that it's a white person. And it would settle for an Asian. Typically, something that involves uh, latently homoerotic hazing—that's like a ninety percent white crime. It is, yeah. yeah and when yeah. I clicked on this and saw that it appear, appeared the uh, transgressions were committed by not whites, I was. <laughs> Sigh, oh, relief, because yeah. this has whites written all over it. <laughs> yeah, and because not only did it not perpetuate, now every other time a white, because don't worry, there will be another time. Right, some kid that, in Forney uh, will stick a number two pencil in somebody's absolutely. number two hole. But now you can be like, eh, you know, it's not, not a white thing. I mean, right. Penn State. Plausible de- deniability right there. That Penn State incident, the other Penn State incident, not, not good in our favor. No. Yeah. No. He's white. Have you uh, thought at all about how they teach 9-11 in schools? Ooh, I like this. That's a good one. I was wondering about it. No, I guess you'd have to find, like, a current high school kid to find out, right? I mean, it's... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I imagine it's a lot of, like, looking at the news coverage and shit like that and the way that it unfolded that day. It is just weird Probably none of my jokes from 9-12 are included in the textbooks. Ah, uh, you know. Um, that's up to you. I mean, there's a lot of planes that don't crash. But uh, in normal circumstances, then, like, we never... There was one time in my entire schooling that we got to, like, like at the very end of the year, we got to start talking a little bit about Nam. Like, as far as making it up to present day and, like, or, like, going over Clinton or something, good fucking luck. And, like, the Nam thing was only because we only, we only had, like, two weeks of break in the whole year for, uh, for Excel, then you were back to school. So, I don't remember fucking any Nam in high school. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Uh, Mike is absolutely right that, like, Eli Whitney and the Cotton Gin, they'll go over that several times. Anything that happened after World War II, not a fucking chance. Right. So... I wonder, like, how did they teach uh, the Holocaust to you guys? Dude, I don't remember any of this shit. I really don't. I remember, I mean, I basically remember it being like, there were a bunch of people in a bad situation and America saved them. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously, I mean, that's about, checks out. That's about as much as I remember about it. Uh, So I always figured this was typical, but the, you know, I've talked about, I've I've, I've raised this topic a couple times and I've, I guess, learned that it's not. But in uh, Plano schools, uh, in eighth grade, I, and I don't even know if it's every Plano school or just mine, but it, when I was in eighth grade, um, they uh, like had a two-week block where it was all the the, the full class, like not not like a, you know individual whatever. It's every person in eighth grade in, in all of Bowman Middle School gets in one area. All of the teachers who would be teaching those classes, they all get together and like together like walk the full group through like. This is the Holocaust. This is what it was. Like we got some re- reading materials. I don't know. We've got some full explanations. Definitely nothing like that. We're gonna go over, you know, the number. Like they're, they're breaking it down of like 
this is the full number, this is how many Jews, this is how many gypsies, these are some other reasons why they're doing it. They got into the fucking scientific experiments and shit. Um, it, was, it was comprehensive coverage. And uh, I wonder if they do that for 9-11. And I mean, if they don't do it for the Holocaust everywhere, obviously they don't do it for 9-11 everywhere. But it seems like if you just left it to, like, ah, well, whatever, it's a history class, then, like, not a single ch child in America has learned about 9-11. But I bet that they don't. And when they do talk about it, this is kind of more what I'm interested in. Like, are they like uh, looming towers where they start in, like, fucking Egypt in 1940? <laughs> no fucking way. No. <laughs> or they, is it all, just like uh, we, were, we were walking along being innocent and uh, they fucking... All they should do is play Trump calling into Howard Stern. <laughs> yeah. Being like, yeah. oh, look, it... Uh, I've got the tallest building in New York now. <laughs> some some people that? point it out. Number one. That's me. the only thing they should play. <laughs> and then people be like, this is why this guy's in charge. Yeah. That's the only thing that... He's a good self-promoter. It was definitely the coolest <laughs> thing that happened on that day. Yeah, yeah. It's not a long list. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of competition. Uh, the way I found out was, uh, well, my mom walked in and told me that the first tower had been hit, and so I turned on my radio and it was on from what I was listening to the night before, which was the 9 o'clock cockfight. 9 o'clock cockfight every night. And so I just listened to Jagger and Julie recap the day's events and then, uh, then inform me. I, I learned from them that the, the, uh, the second tower had been hit. And uh, I was interested in finding audio of that at some point and so Googled about it. And uh, Julie has a, a blog of like her recollections of that day, which is very interesting to me. Yeah, but I, no one I'm, else found out that way, so I guess it's kind of a bad story. Yeah, I've it's got not more great. topics. It's not great. Hey, I was thinking about this today uh, when it came up on the air. Did the Marilyn Manson rip thing made it to you, right? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. that made it to everybody. Everybody heard that. All right. And Bob was like, you know, we, we and, and he's probably right. And I think he's revealing himself to be smarter than me. Uh, is like, you know, and it is adults, we can all tell that's bullshit. And like two seconds before he said it, I was like, I wonder if that's true. <laughs> I mean, obviously it's not. Okay, well, I'm going to go a step further and but say... maybe it is. You thought that two seconds before. I'm still thinking that now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I would like to know. I like, immediately went to the bathroom and was like, okay, hypothetically. <laughs> what are we talking here? Yeah. One wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, but like half. But no one said one, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. and then I, I googled like how many ribs do you need to live? Inconclusive evidence. <laughs> Another area where uh, probably don't need any. No, I mean, look, that was a that was a classic playground hypothetical, right? The Ron, oh, yeah. the Ron Jeremy, which was always pretty fucking weird. And then you'd always have this smart ass kid that was like, "Well, you jerk off with your own hand." I'm like, yeah, and if I don't, if I can't. I if you don't know why that's different, then I don't want to talk to you anymore. I was more bothered but, by the kid who says that that's uh, then like you're obviously gay. Oh yeah, which reminds me, on the bathroom don't here, take. off the record, it says, "Are you gay if you watch tranny porn?" Which I just thought was an interesting <laughs> backdrop to taking a pee when I first got here. Um, I'm not saying off the record didn't put that up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying they want their name on that. It's just still on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about the Marilyn Manson Wonder Years thing? That definitely made it to you, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Everyone heard that one. Um, really, I didn't like hear his music until years after I like heard that he like just after these stories. Like my only introduction to him was the guy that who can suck his own dick. Who was in Wonder Years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was uh, trying to he is in Party Down, and he's great. Is he? I think so. Wait, the Wonder Years guy or Marilyn Manson? Marilyn Manson. Okay, I was going to say, I think the Wonder Years guy is like a lawyer. Uh, Fred Savage? 
He's like a no, no, no. The top comedy director. No, no. The, the guy game. who played the kid that people thought was the was Marilyn Manson in Wonder Years. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, come on, man. That, that was very Dances with Wolves. That was well, all. Well, you the said method. the kid from the Wonder Years. We were talking about Marilyn Manson, though. I feel like a hundred percent of the time when someone says the kid from the Wonder Years, you can say Fred Savage. I did. Uh, I do kind of buy that Taylor Swift is a Satanist. If we're looking at new okay. age ones, I don't know if you've heard that at all. And then the other not. one that I, uh, that I heard about today was uh, like how curiously like around 2010 or 2011, there were like nine pop songs with Mick Jagger's name in them. Yeah, that's true. And that their publishing rights had just been bought by some French media conglomerate and that okay. they were forcing these references back into the, the zeitgeist so that people would be re familiarized with the music of the Rolling Stones. I, I buy that, I've never I buy heard that, that one and but, the but I, Perry, I believe in my heart that's true 100%. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I just told you about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that Katy Perry is uh, John Benet Ramsey or whatever. <laughs> I like that one. Or is it Avril Lavigne? <laughs> I don't even remember. I think it's Katy Perry. Um, <laughs> and I just love people. Like, there are people who like, will show you both photos and be like, it's obvious, isn't it? Right. <laughs> no, it's not. Those are two human females. That's, that's about it. Um, we didn't really spend enough time on the tortoise who fucked his species back into existence. How much more do you have to say about it? Well, I kind of think... He made me think of The Rock. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, he's just I mean, here, I like he's here to the save rock. the fledgling, weakling, uh, feminized American male with his own unique brand of, like... He's not really, like, fucking all of America, but he's kind of fucking all of America. Like, yeah. every movie that The Rock makes where he's saving the world, he's kind of like, you know, his test is fucking you, uh, he's getting you back on track as far as what you think a man is. And that's what Diego, the hundred-year tortoise, did. Yeah, yeah. And now he's got to retire, which seems cruel. Like, he's worked for this moment to be able to kind of go after whoever he wants rather than whoever they tell him to. I agree. And now he's got to retire. Yeah. Um, he's not was, a Komodo, though. I was thinking about out of control. It's probably not diplomatic to phrase it as out of control, but uh, just a, a lot of procreation. Like we uh, trying to have another buddy. Well, we, we. I didn't get that question six thousand times on Saturday. Oh really? Oh my god. Um, we. Why I'm is not, everybody so excited to have everyone else fuck? I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I can't like your imagine... your first thought at a child's birthday party is, when are you doing it again? <laughs> Tonight? Yeah. Are you get, can you just do it right now? And then they like, kind of like lean in. They're like, don't pull out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. It doesn't work for me if you pull out. <laughs> um, but uh, so we, 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 we'd very much like to have a second child. And, you know, I mean, it took two and a half fucking years to have the first, so who the fuck knows. But uh, I was thinking, uh, like... I would like to get. I would like to do that like now. Like I, I, I would like for her to have been pregnant. You know, like eight months. Ago. Like the second Izzy was out, just like you know. I'm sure she would have loved that. Um, she would not. You know, that's yeah. she's uh she's got feelings on it. I, I, I feel Is like her, she her could. Entrails are exposed. No, no. I mean that that's. I don't think that's the uh, the, the primary. <laughs> um, I mean you know we're we're, we're healed up now. Um, but oh, uh, uh, he issues a confident reaffirmation that his wife's vagina is doing okay <laughs> she had a c-section oh, of course okay. it is damn it <laughs> it's not as funny then um but so she did send me the pictures though or i <laughs> think you did 
Of the of her vagina? No, the C the C section. You were very. Uh, oh, did I? Yeah, you were uh, you were willing to show those pictures. I mean, uh, I think you're probably the only person I texted it to, but I'm glad I did. Yeah, it's a fucking gnarly photo. That's I love friendship. it. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, first of all, uh, I took pictures of the operation of my <laughs> wife having her fucking stomach cut open. What a sicko. Uh, and she, she was like, are you fucking taking pictures? And now for the second one, because once you get one C-section, it's like automatic the second one is too. Right. Uh, she's like, you know what? I've Very thought happy. about it. Video the whole thing. Fucking <sighs> zoom in on that bad boy if you want. Go live. Yeah. I might. I might. I might Go scope live. it. But so... I like. There's a lot of reasons why I would like a uh, a, a child soon, and like a lot of it's like that. I I like that my brother was pretty close in age to me. I think that the closer in age you can get, the the stronger the bond between the two kids. You know, maybe it's. I'm sure everyone's experience is different, but I think that on average, like that, that's a good bet. I think having a, a sibling that's like seven years older than you. I've never done it. Uh, I'm sure there's people out there who have that, that worked out great, but like I don't know. Seems weird to me. So sorry, everyone. I think that that would be a positive thing to uh, to have have the the second child immediately. But the other big thing, from a practical standpoint, on my end, is that first couple months is like really fucking difficult, and I would like to be able to rest easy at night, knowing I'm never going to have to do that again as soon as possible. Yeah, I kind of liked the challenge of it, though. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but there's definitely a couple parts where I remember, like, being really close. I mean, if you like that, you would love smashing your dick with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably somewhere around here you can get that service done. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple times where I remember thinking, like, well... This is why people murder their kids. <laughs> yeah. But it was only a couple times. And I, <laughs> and I kind of feel like knowing that I was thinking about doing it and that I didn't was a small personal win. Yeah. <laughs> like when your eyes just go blood red and you're like, that, I'm just going to do it. I won't feel bad about it. And then you don't. And you're like, okay. It did I'm a well-adjusted person uh, who doesn't murder their children. That, that, that just or it makes you understand your uh, Darley Routier had a point shirt that you wore <laughs> to Montana. Um, but so I've just been thinking about, you know, like how... how it's how, never dads, by the way. It's always <laughs> you crazy women. Yeah, which, which obviously implies it's more difficult for them, which, like, cannot fucking imagine. Like, obviously yeah. it is, but, like, Jesus. Um, but anyways, so that made me think of my experience in college where my best friend in college... Great guy, awesome guy, who I love very much, uh, was one of, I believe at the time, 15 children. Oh, he yeah. was like number three. So whenever I met him, you know, he's like 18 or 19, pretty much every other year of his life, he, his mother gave birth to a sibling. So like there was more time that she spent pregnant than she wasn't pregnant yeah, she's just a factory. She's, she's a factory. <laughs> I, I, find, I, I struggle to find another way to look at it. Uh, and I'd always like seen that from like a boy, pregnancy seems difficult, so like that'd be tough. But Jesus Christ, could you imagine always having like a two-month-old around? Yeah, I think it was why like most of those women look so old when they're like 26. <laughs> yeah. Because they've lived like 60 years of life. Oh, and everyone's just, just pissed off all the time. That's definitely how my, my, 
mom has uh, eight brothers and sisters, and I don't know that my grandmother smile has has ever smiled. <laughs> I mean, like, he's just imagine just, if they got to eight and were like, "But what about six more?" Yeah. Yeah, and it's an ultimate tempting of the gene pool, where it's basically like you're just oh, like, yeah. you're just like hit. I mean, you know. Hit. <laughs> Yeah. Surely. Keep me going. You're on 20, sir. Yeah, it's like, I don't care. I counted the cards. Hit it again. Oh, my life. Hit it again. Like, yeah, you're going to bust. Uh, and I mean, you know, obviously in this case, it's not like they were making a. Uh, uh, it's not like they looked at it and were like, well, you know, I'm, I'm sure the odds will work out for us. I think that they would have legitimately not been bothered if there like was a genetic defect yeah and uh you know we're, we're doing it out of a feeling that this is what god wanted them to do you know i mean like a, it's a catholic university they're a catholic family this is a uh, common part of our religion you know i can say that because i'm a yes I'm, we I'm know you're an catholic. asian catholic I have a, professional uh, juror with the i have a framed map of ireland Ir- here ireland map in case anyone your doubted my uh yeah. my credentials yeah um but yeah, you know, so that's it's it's not like the uh, the the genetic thing comes up to them, you know. Like after the third child, they were pretty locked into the idea of you know we're 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 not doing you know the uh, the protection. They had to feed the priests. <laughs> I guess so. They needed you know, as much fresh meat <laughs> for your local. Okay, I didn't realize you meant it that way. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, dude! Of Come course, on. I meant it that way. We don't we don't we don't have uh, we don't have boundaries. We don't for have the, lines in this. The Catholic Church. Yeah, no, dude. we don't. You know how many priests there are? Oh, okay. There's a lot of them, and most of them help people and nothing else. You're doing my most of the planes didn't crash yesterday That's right. <laughs> joke series. That's right. Um, and I mean, you know, you, th- you, you, you do 15 kids, chances of at least one priest are, I would say, north of 100%, right? Like having one? Yeah, like or the, one of those kids is going to grow up to be a priest. Or one of them having them. No, no, that's not what I was. <laughs> I think you, it's Gustav. statistically <laughs> unlikely. Thank you. Um, I have one more story for you. Okay. Uh, before we break, and it's only because this has been sent to me, as Dan would say, literally a thousand times today. Mm-hmm. How do you say this fucking guy's name? Matt Gates. Okay. So this fellow Matt Gates, who is a uh, representative in Florida. Can I? Set the scene about Matt Gates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen it. I have a Craig Rosengard relationship with his name. I've seen it a thousand times. I've seen his doofy-looking well, sure photo, but I don't. I've never actually known how to say it's a tryst or a tryst. But do you know where he grew up, Jake? Uh-uh. That man was born in and lived his entire young life in the Truman Show house. Oh, for real? That's a real house. It's a real house. And it's where his parents still live. That makes a lot of sense. It really does. Did they gut it like the... It's really sad if you see what the Home Alone house looks like now. Oh, no. Oh, it's totally fucking Chip and jojo Oh, God they stripped damn it. it. They stripped it, knocked out a bunch of walls. How do you know? Are you, like, friends with the owners? No, nah, but it's definitely been Zillowed. Okay. Yeah, and I was keeping track of it for a while, just thinking... <laughs> If my ship comes in? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing I would love more. And I don't think it's even in Chicago proper. It's in a suburb not too far outside. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easily my favorite home ever. Oh, wow. Okay. You don't have a favorite home. I just came up with one <laughs> right off the top of my it's, head. It's Matt Gates's house. Um, so he got in a fight with some asshole. Some, uh, they're both Republican dudes, so it's not even like they were fighting over anything important. Uh, and uh, the dude that he's fighting with um, posted a picture of himself with Al Sharpton, uh-huh. and uh, Matt Gates was not happy about that. 
Fair enough. And it said, uh, you know, Al Sharpton's an asshole. This is a bad look for you. And the guy responded. Hey, he was in Mr. Deeds? <laughs> no, no Mr. Deeds reference. For the, no Sandman. And the guy responded, and you created a game where members of the Florida House got points for sleeping with aides, interns, lobbyists, and married legislators. Hope DC is treating you well. And then someone else followed up and says, Hey, ladies, source says young male Florida reps have point system contest, uh, contest for having sex. One for lobbyists, two for staffer, three for other legislator, six from downtown for married legislator. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. And I don't, you know, to me, this is true. I, I, I'm the, never uh, even going to think twice oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is 100%, 100%. Absolutely 100%. true. And, you know, I think legislative lobbyists got to be intercourse. Hurt. What'd you say? Lobbyists got to be... I mean, it's, yeah, I guess it's the whole problem that your mom was trying to drive home about any points for sex game. But uh, hurt feelings, if you're a lobbyist, in my opinion. Well, I would think lobbyists shouldn't count because the whole point they get hired for is kind of to, like... I see that. Sucky, sucky. <laughs> you know, like, isn't that what their like whole deal is? To do cool shit for you? So you... You know, I'm cool sure that they would them? probably present themselves in a different light than that. But uh, it does... It sucky, does, sucky. does seem applied. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't know. You know, I've never been in Congress, but but anytime people fuck each other for uh, points, I'm reminded of uh, yeah, being 15 you, years old. Except these people uh, are like 40 and in charge. Conceptually, imagine that you could. I mean, what 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 was your tally? No, we got popped. We were like the AAF. Like before we even got really out of the gates, the, yeah. league, the league was shut down. So I'm hearing zero. <laughs> the, the funding was pulled. Uh, I actually saw the original source document the other day. Oh shit! Yeah, like. Photo or? Photo. I have a friend who has it. That has it? Yeah. What are we doing? You'll never get it. Why not? Well, there's one way. Okay. <laughs> I'm not doing it. No trade. No deal. You, you can't have my graduation speech. I want your valedictorian speech. <laughs> Again, I was not valedictorian. See the people. If I get your... I finished third. There's no name for that. In a class of 10. 14. Okay. It's not that impressive, but the fact... I didn't say that it was. <laughs> but the speech, I'm sure, is top-notch. So if I could get a hold of that, you will see... I don't uh, see the point of this. You will One see a signed document, and it's, again, it's on manila paper. I was already doing the deal back then. Uh, I think it was cause, like, because I was... Uh, that one fucked me up for a while, too. Uh -huh. Like I didn't know the difference between manila paper, vanilla, and nilla wafers until I was at least out of pedi pediatrician age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no doubt. But uh, I was already doing the deal, I think, because I had done some like filing work for my parents where if I used a number, like a digit, I would put parentheses around it. <laughs> the fish. You will receive two. Two points. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously, and like there were time duration stuff on there. Like yeah. there was a, a amount of time you had to report it within. But okay, there was wow, no you talk of, of everything. Fucking another governor or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, is, is, is the governor listed as having a point value? It just says uh, legislator, which that counts, right? Uh, Married I, legislator. I would want considerably more for the governor. Especially if at the end of it he goes Jeb, Jeb, <laughs> 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 with the exclamation point at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to say the most important thing about the uh, Pacino Fiero. Not the most. Oh important. my god, he's so obsessed with this. I am, um, but in the interview, so it was kind of hard to follow. I'm talking about the interview with uh, Jay Glazer. He was on the uh, the Jason Brown from show. from an hour ago. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they heard it. Um, <laughs> That's true. Most people did. And the people that uh, heard it who are not here anymore, we'll check back with them later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but so the thing that I want you to take away from this is that I believe what Jay was saying is that this kind of halfway came together at another dinner he was having the night before uh, that he name-dropped like 20 people in. And that they were all kind of hanging out being like, hey, we should get Pacino and Fieri together. Everyone's been saying it. And at that dinner, there was uh, Nate, uh, is it Nate Boyer, the guy that told Colin Kaepernick he should kneel, not sit down? Yeah, he was a Texas uh, like safety special teams guy. That guy was and there. And an Army Ranger. Um, I think, uh, you know, some actors, whatever, I, I don't remember exactly. I just thought he was especially random. And at the dinner where Pacino Fieri meetup was planned with Jay Glazer, he wasn't then, but he is now the Cowboys head coach, Mike McCarthy. Whoa. There you go, man. There okay. you go. First question for training camp. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, that's, that's what we got uh, for, for the first half. We'll be back with the second half in uh, just, a, just a few short minutes. All right. I'm going to go uh, read that sign in the bathroom again <laughs> <laughs> and then come up with an answer. Yes, sir. This is Yellow Wolf, and your stereo station has been taken over. The phone is ringing off the hook. Holy shit. I'm going to take a few of these calls, and somebody get chainsaw some water. He's looking kind of pale over there. Yeah, All right, caller number one, you own. Hey, man. Hey, dude. Dude, this shit is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I like Tupac. I like Snoop. That's what's up. So, I mean, this shit is right up my dirt road. Hey, you can't cuss on the radio, buddy. All right, y'all keep rocking. But fuck it! Color number two, you're wrong! This is the head of Wall County Sheriff's Department! It's the piggy! And I promise you, when we get that door open, your ass is going Wrong number. Color number three, you're lying. Hey, Yellow Wolf. What nice up with stuff, you? man. Appreciate it. My name's Mark Warheimer with Warner Brother Records. What up, Marky? Oh, yeah. Marky, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, look, I'd like to fly out to L.A. next week oh, for a yeah. sit-down with the president. How's that sound? Look, Mark, do you sing? No. Do you rap? Uh-uh. Do you own a skateboard? Of course not. Guess what, buddy? We're in business. You're fired. What is it with them dudes, man? God. Anyway, we're back, and this is my very own version of Greg Ken's breakup song. Uh 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 uh. Ideal, our time. Let's rock. Well, that's like barely playing, huh? Pretty much. It'll sound better in post. Hey everyone, thanks for sticking around. I am TC, he is Jake. I know you guys are wondering about that. Which yep. one's which? Can't tell them apart. We look very similar. Um, Luke Keekly retired. Yeah, did you see that? Did you hear about this, Kev? What an impactful career. Okay. Boston College's own. So in our remaining 20, 25 minutes here or so. Dracovic plays at BC now. What? Phil Dracovic, Notre Dame's backup, transferred to... Uh, transfer Boston College. Jeff Halfley was pretty sharp last night. What'd you think? I feel like he was fourth out of four. I, feel like I wish that he would have talked more because, I don't know, he played Clemson the week before. Yeah, I just, I don't know. There was something about him that seemed very annoying, but it might have been that he had the clicker. Uh, listen, I liked him a lot, but uh, you want to talk about a guy who's got something a little bit annoying about him. Old Gare was hopping in a lot. 
I appreciated it. I did not get the sense the other coaches did. My favorite part was when he found out De'Aaron King was going to transfer live on the air. Oh, shit. And was like, hey, Gundy, I got to show you something to break. We got one of the transfer portal. Oh, yeah? And That's what said, it was? And I guess, I guess we can guess to where he's going. Oh, and what is it? Well, he hasn't announced, but I mean, I think they're clearly expressing their displeasure with Oklahoma's... Uh, oh, you think that's what it is? Yeah, he seemed very upset about it. Derek King was a TCU commit at one point. Oh, I didn't many, know that. Many years ago. Um, okay, so we want to do two things here uh, in our remaining time. And that is, well, the drink, first thing drink is... Drink beer and kick ass? The first thing is probably, uh, is probably just a teaser where we can take your emails for, uh, for next week, which is, um, is it okay to watch, like, female peg pegging porn <laughs> oh you know it seems like a question every man's got to answer for himself but uh i i know my answer which is not not really into it yeah I'm not i don't want anyone to feel bad but you know it just came up after we were talking about the uh the writing on the wall yeah in the bathroom here like uh which again like wouldn't want anyone to feel bad about no you don't feel bad transvestite it's just, porn but there's just too much there's too much uh mental gymnastics involved in my porn game these days where i stop and think about it and i'm like ah is this is this better or worse than that is it you know this doesn't involve a guy but it is a female wearing a guy's appendage so is that weirder because i'm afraid to see a guy having sex or is it better because i am not i don't know it's just too much weird shit man that's just just stick to Family Guy, porno, and it, just call like it a. a day. It, There's it, nothing it, weird about any, that. Anything that includes male penetration in any form, I, I just don't find arousing. I find it threatening. Mm-hmm. You know. Me too. That's all I'm saying. But if it's I'm, a female, I don't. Then, I watch it and I'm am scared. Yeah, I'm afraid. So you know, uh, not 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 something I I do to try and make my day better. So uh, we wanted to talk briefly about uh, the don't. Don't fuck with cats thing. But also, this is a piece of audio. A very short clip of this was, uh, was, was viral over the last week or so. And I found a longer version of it. Okay. And uh, we, don't, we can stop and start it, maybe even skip around. But it's from a high school basketball game. Uh-huh. And it, the reason it went viral is because of the guy's very odd dedication to what ended up being his dead dog. Okay. Um, but it starts with, uh, this is a wild ass ride. And if you haven't heard any of it, TC... I have not. I think we start it here, and I just want you... This is basically my Sylvester Stallone, Guy Fieri, uh, Al Pacino, Jay Glazer of the week. Okay. Uh, two dudes calling a basketball game, a uh, high school basketball game, somewhere, it sounds like in the Midwest. I'm about to introduce the great Al Pacino <laughs> to <laughs> the great why, Guy Fieri. You're just Fieri. playing the fucking Pacino. He's going to make game. some... Oh, I'm, you're just... <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus Christ, man. And now, George... As okay. always, at the end of the first half, it's time for Best Dressed. Yes, it is. So they're going to award Best Dressed. That's well, cool. first of all, Craig Johnson is kind of like a prohibitive favorite every time he takes the court. Yes, he's so and hot. A, a special shout-out in remembrance of his lovely mother, Eileen, who was one of our best fans, who is no longer with us. Heart goes out to yes. Eileen out there. But she's still with us because a $500 donation in her honor Helped us buy some new equipment. So you're picking uh, up. Okay. Them, okay so also, <laughs> gone but not forgotten. Okay. Um, so Arnell let's start Nelson. there. They're yes. awarding best dressed yeah. for a high school basketball yes. game. They uh-huh. mention one of the coaches' names, and they say okay. uh, he should always be in the running. Also, a special shout-out to his mother, who's no longer with us, but she is with us because a donation in her name 
when she died, helped us buy these microphones. Yeah, I, uh, I just... <laughs> I kind of have a different line for whether or not someone's with us or not. Right. You know? Whether or not a donation in their name bought us a I don't ask a, if they, a, a they bought microphones. It's like, uh, can they suck air? You know? <laughs> right, typically. And it, it sounds like she can't. She can't. No, but he's in so, the running because of that. All right. Pick all right. Back up. Uh, one Thank of our you. biggest fans, uh, Stacey Garcia's mom, and that's intercepted by Mesnick to the rack. He goes. He's got eight. So, Yes. We definitely wanted to bring that up. So that said, you know, Good. Craig. Well, and then there's one more gone. The, yes, there's one more yes. gone, but not forgotten. And that's uh, our sweet Daisy or our sweet Lucy. Uh, at the age of 12, she was run over oh, yes. in our driveway. Oh, oh! like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, play, the play-by-play guy is, is is focusing on the fact that. The, the point guard just got trapped in the backcourt. Um, I, I hope it was a hell of a dunk. And there was an outlet for a dunk. And this guy's trying to eulogize his dog, who, as you can hear, he's starting to get into the fact was run over by a truck, which is... But we have not It's yet. also oddly specific. I mean, I, <laughs> like, I, I would imagine that yeah, if I... Uh, a Dodge Ram 1500 listen. with a Hemi in it uh, backed over... My four four uh, four year old Lime Rainer, uh, Lucy and her like even her if you brain knew splattered these guys all over names the leather interior. And we're like locked into this particular basketball call. Like so far he has just said my my darling Lucy. Right. Like uh, could be you know, a do- could be his, his kid. Very obviously I think that you would assume that's it that it's his child. And then he just said that she got backed over when she was twelve, and the other guy's like, <laughs> Oh but check out that fucking poster. Ooh, yeah. Hanging his nuts off. Was she like, run over like that? As Tyree hammers it down. It. Yeah, was she run over like that? As a DJ? Oh, yeah. yes, One more yes, gun, but not forgotten. And that's uh, our sweet days, or our sweet Lucy. That uh, name. At the age of 12, she was run over oh, yes. in our driveway. Oh, oh! Like that? Was she run over like that? As like Tyree that hammers it down, there's a timeout on the floor as oh, Lakers spurt out to a 4 0, two turnover, two dunk. Start to the second half, and wow. the Lakers are on fire. Up 16, 17, 20 to go. They are on fire. And, yes, our hearts and minds are with your sweet Lucy. Yes. Yeah. Dog yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, do you dog want to know dog what dog happened dog. to her? Yeah, Sabrina ran her over. <laughs> you know, when you put it on Twitter, I thought you were going a little far. When you, when you had the live-action video, I knew you went too far. It was a very, very sad day. But, <laughs> hey, right. we're over it now. We're over now. So back to best dress. Yes. And then we got to get back to the game. Our fans want more from us. But I, my vote is for Dane Shot. He's okay, not that's wearing enough. like. Now we're going back to best dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost think it's fake. Because there's just there's just no fucking way. And he's like, oh yeah, Stacy ran her over. Yeah. Stacy ran her over. And then they're just like back to this team trying to break the press. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> the, like, the you know whatever you post on Twitter about it, that was one thing. But the video, dude. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that the answer to whether or not it's fake lies in if, if they do have the video. Yeah, I'd love like, to see Lucy getting domed by a Z71. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would know, love to see it. I, don't I would know love that to know what describe whether, it as love to right, see it. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, so you finally watch Guy, it. look who it is. Hey. Stop fucking playing this, dude. It's good. The meeting of the Titans. What a pleasure. What a pleasure. I hope you're hungry. I'm always hungry. Well, I fuck. Enough, man. Enough. Can I read this email? 
Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. You have an email. We could probably save the other thing for another time because that looks long. Uh, well, I think we could get through it pretty fast. Um, so this comes to us from uh, listener Jake, who uh, I should note is a close friend of mine ever since he smoked me out in the parking lot of Dodger Stadium. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're well connected. I was high as fuck less than 10 feet from Larry King. Oh yeah, so, that's right. I remember. I remember seeing you on television, all, <laughs> all, all drugged up. That was my great fear. That was it was it was a rough high at the start because I was just positive that I was going to be a ticket meme forever of just TC drooling while fuck. Uh, Joey Gallo hit a home run off Clayton Kershaw in that game, and I, I was hoping that would be the headline and not everyone focusing on me because you only go to Dodger Stadium once. I, I wanted as nice a ticket as you can buy. And, and great thing about uh, baseball games. There's a bunch of them, so like individual tickets to a baseball game, not that much. Like the where the point where I was worried about whether or not I might be in the frame is about what it would take you to like walk into Cowboy Stadium, yeah, and have a seat. Um, anyways, Jake was there; he remembers it. But so last week I was pitching Everett on my idea. Uh, we'll just sum it up real quick: a movie depicting the events described in the Verve Pipe song "The Freshman," and Jake wanted to uh, break this down for a little bit. Um, I had said, like, uh, it sounded to me like they're talking about one couple in the first verse, second couple in the second verse. What's going on with both the couples? He says, and I think that based on the evidence, it's clear he is correct, not two couples, two dudes, one chick. Okay, they both knocked her up. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Talking about a dublorsion, double... <laughs> The narrator is telling a story in three acts, two in the past tense, one in the present tense. It is composed of elements of proud, youthful arrogance and naivete, and finally, the guilt that accompanies wisdom. Act one, narrator takes girl to get an abortion. I would say it's clear that's what's going on. The abortion Agreed. is implied. The song states the girl didn't heed the narrator's advice, which implies the narrator tried to convince her to keep the child, but ultimately failed and instead insist, uh, assisted in taking her to get the abortion. What's also not stated but implied here, but not obvious until you know the totality of the song, is that the child is the narrator's, thus the impetus for him to convince her to keep it, but she was committed to another, the best friend, who appears in the second verse. Okay. Act two, narrator describes the aftermath in third person. The girl in the narrator's relationship is outed, causes the best friend to leave to forget her. That's, that is uh, definitely in the song. It is not clear that it was caused by the abortion or not. Uh, what is clear is the culmination of these two events lead to the girl being so devastated by this breakup she kills herself by intentionally overdosing on Valium, presumably prescribed due to the abortion. There's Valium in the song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, his girl took a week's worth of Valium and slapped him. There That's you go. The, uh, yeah. the deal. And if you do take a, a week's worth of Valium in one day, probably not making it. Uh, here, the best friend loses some of his innocence as he is guilt-stricken for leaving her alone to die, but, did, but won't take responsibility because she fell in love with the narrator. Here it is ambiguous that the best friend even knows about the baby and the abortion. He could be saying that he wouldn't be held responsible because she fell in love with the narrator, or if the narrator is saying that he can't be held responsible because he tried to talk her out of it, or maybe something else. In verse 3, it is not clear how much time has passed, but it is present tense, and the narrator is talking about the relationship with the best friend, and possibly the others two of them had in the interim. Both of them were broken by the events that took place when they were freshmen. It is ambiguous that they remain friends, or if they just happen to connect with each other and revisit the events of their past. Cue music, roll credits. So, so that guy definitely still smokes weed. <laughs> I would say that's clear. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, and then just like heads right to his computer. You know, I think that this podcast probably has Jesus a lot of listeners Christ. that like the, the melding of our both our personalities. Um, but I would think that there's also uh, some Jakes and some TCs. And yeah, you probably got another couple more, but whatever. 
Uh, it's for the five uh, TCs out there. I thought that you would uh, really, really like to know that. Uh, I, I felt my eyes were open to a, a, the, the, the truth of a brilliant song. And then I have one final note about the song. Do you know what I'm about to say? I don't. I received a text message today from your wife informing me that once upon a time, she sat next to the Verve pipe on a plane. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. They didn't make her get an abortion, though. They did not. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make just everyone. They just all get around. up with all their instruments at any time. They're like, we know these songs are confusing. <laughs> Do you remember when... Uh, Will you leave that baby in the bathroom? <laughs> Do you remember when Lifehouse played on a uh, Southwest flight and it made Jonah Carey so mad that a couple years later he hit his wife? Oh, God damn, man. You don't remember that? I remember Jonah Carey being mad about Lifehouse, and I now know that Jonah Carey hit his wife, but I think that they're unrelated to this. Yeah, you know, agree to disagree. That's a fall from grace right there, man. I'm probably not going to include that in the final version. <laughs> what are you afraid? You're afraid Jonah Carey's going to get mad? <laughs> not Jonah. It's, it's a time to lay low for me. Oh, is it? Not not make jokes about domestic violence. Okay, what? Because it's not funny. What, what, you've been beating your wife? No, no, no. Just you know, not I'm not trying to get heat. Um, Pretty much everybody who's not beating their wife can make those jokes. I think, that's I, I think that polite society would disagree with you, and in fact, put everyone in the category of people who can't make jokes about domestic violence. Well, but, I mean, you know, I yours was well-crafted. I mean, I, I guess we could find out. I'll just, let's publish it, and if, I, uh, you know, if my livelihood isn't ruined, then uh, you were right. And he's, you know, he got arrested. It ain't like he's skating on it. He's going away. That's a good point. Do you think he's That's trying to trade, like, fantasy baseball tips in Montrealian jail? Like, uh, like, like, like Andy Dufresne with his tax knowledge? Oh, he's I, he's yeah. talking to the guards. Hey, right. me and the boys can get a couple suds. I'll tell you who's really going to pop at DH this year. Right, exactly. A little triple-A call-up. Yeah. Kind of like when T.I. said he made a mill in the pen from giving stock tips, and I was always dubious of that claim. <laughs> There's no uh, fucking way you're making them. I think inside, outside, nah. <laughs> on the fucking moon yeah. to uh, give a just, tribute to Jason Garrett. Just turning their fidelity accounts over to, t to Tiff and <laughs> Folsom. Yeah, no, that's great. Like, I don't think that happened. Um, so yeah, you watched yeah, you watched the documentary. So I did. I've been talking. Don't fuck you. with cats. That's the documentary. Yeah, I mean you could probably do two hours on it, but. I'm kind of like, I wouldn't say I'm talked out on it, but I haven't heard you say anything about it. So, you know, it's, it's the, the further away from it I get, I kind of think it was overhyped. I think it's fucking insane, but I also don't know that it was like super well done. It's good. It's just not like... I think it's like, pretty well done. I'll still take the hand relief documentary. What's that one? The abducted in plain sight. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Where uh, the kidnapper makes the kidnappee's dad jerk him off in a truck. That's correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there was none of that in this. True, true, true. Yeah, I mean, uh, so you guys were saying, you were describing this as a, or at least Dan certainly was in the, the bad radio segment as a, how did I not hear about this? Definitely fits that bill for me. I, did, did you? Does it? Cause, uh, I don't remember this at all. I did not know the full scope, but the gay porn star kills his lover on camera while uh, New Order is playing in the background. That was Muse in the News every day for like six months. Gordon did not drop this story for quite some time. I remember that very clearly. He wasn't a porn star, though. He, like, appeared in one porn, so he was pre presented as a porn star. They mentioned it in the doc. I mean, he was definitely male escort, but I didn't know that he was, like, full camboy. 
I think so. I mean, you know, gay hooker works too. Okay. <laughs> you know, I just, uh, I think that the, the new, I mean, they had that new order. It was the song, new order element, like uh, yeah. queued up, so that yeah, like yeah. every time Gordon would say anything, Jerry would play that song. Okay. Uh, for for a little bit there. I missed that. And uh, then the angle. See, I, I I just I figured. I mean, you listen to more music in the news than I do, so I I I, I was surprised that uh, that you went along with them on like uh, how did I not hear about this? Um, and then the, the the angle I would like to to to, to bore down on maybe have this as a little talking point. This is an opinion that I have that I already know people are going to be mad at me for, and it's not going to be construed, and this is going to be something where I'm, like, uh, regretting saying this because i got to fight all these dumb battles, like, six years from now. But I'd like to talk about his mom. Yeah. Luca Magnata's mom. Yeah. And say... Piece of ass? No, no, oh. definitely not. I think she has an interesting approach that I do not wholly reject. Wow. Yeah, you're definitely... You should go back to the Jonah Carey's cool for beating his wife thing. Now I'm going to have to cut that out, too. <laughs> That's going to play better. Um, I think that... She's, she's, she's fully rejection, rejectionist to the idea that her son is a psychopath. Yeah, like, the she... Like, you know, she's one of those moms who, like, the, the, you know, best person on earth. Well, I, I guess Gandhi's a close second, but I'm going to have to say my son. Um, ah, man, I can't fuck with that. And at some point you gotta I don't know man like what I think you're seeing with her in this movie is like the worst case scenario you know like like if as long as your kid doesn't become like a terrible serial murderer uh, then and I guess he only did the once so serial doesn't really apply but as long well, as your kid cat, cats are basically people you know no comment um, but uh like if if he'd gone on to like be a physicist or something, you know, like she she her attitude works fine. What I saw, not in like a perfect way, but you this know, humans aren't perfect. Uh, I saw a woman who intensely loved her son. Yeah, and I think having that much love for your offspring is, you know, in most circumstances, a real positive. And the fact that he went and killed someone is like not really her deal. I'll tell you what. I like her a million times more than, uh, you know, someone whose kid turned out normal, but, like, they were the whole time, like, fucking, you know, nitpicky and critical and, like, thought he was a piece of shit and always telling him what a piece of shit he was and, you know, like, because this will toughen him up. Like, she clearly at no point had ever told him that, like, anything he'd, uh, he thought was wrong, right? Yeah. And I think that people wanted to, like, uh, you know, there might be an instinct to, like, retroactively be like, well, that's what made him. And I, I don't agree with that, and uh, I, I think that she had an approach, like, no approach is going to work 100% of the time, and uh, I'll take my odds with hers than, you know, whatever else. Man, I don't know. That feels like classic enabler shit to me. Like, just classic. Yeah, but if, you you're, even... if you're enabling him to a Nobel Prize, then no one, no one has a problem with it. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I think you can tell whenever somebody clearly is fucking nuts. And she just kept going with. It's probably she had fine. a little nuts edge to it, you know. Yeah, I, but I mean, she could probably tell her son was. Nuts I'd like to make like, a couple slight modifications. No, he's just eccentric on this or the Jonah thing. <laughs> God damn it! I don't want to spend all of tonight editing out references to the poor taste joke I made. Um. No, uh, but you she, know, th th listen, she's she not perfect. Like, she but, seemed like a broken woman from having to deal with having a psychopath son. 
I'd like to I'd like to make a couple tweaks to the to the general uh, you know template that she's got going. Much more so, like um, you know, like a Marinovich type thing. And see, the thing is that because like Marinovich's story turned out like it did, like everyone universally agrees his dad's a bad guy. But I feel like there's a lot of dudes who are like sixty percent Marinovich. And like people like, are like, you know what? He's a great dad. He demands a lot of his kids. Like, didn't Tua's dad beat his ass and make him left-handed? <laughs> I don't think he beat his ass, but yeah, he was pretty insistent that you throw with your left hand. Well, how do you think you get that done? Strong words. Don't <laughs> 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 with your opposite hand sucks. You're gonna have to get the strap out. Yeah, no. Uh, my uncle got uh, got hit for writing left-handed, so he can write with both hands now. Is that a Catholic thing too? Uh, it was at school, and I, I assume they went to Catholic school. I don't know. Yeah, might have been in China. Because you people view the left-handers as the devil, right? I don't believe that that's true. Uh, Ooh, I a, don't know. The left-handedness has been associated with uh, like uh, some the, levels of no, but the Bible praises left-handedness. Does it? Yeah, because there's the story of the, the guy who's got his uh, was a... they, he's got his scabbard on the other side because he's left-handed and like they're like Jesus send us someone and they send he sends them a left-handed person or God it's a new Old Testament story. So in this situation, you're saying have you God, not read the Bible? God called up uh, Lugi. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a left-handed one-out yeah, guy. Lefty one-out guy. Yeah. <laughs> a specialist. Yeah. I, uh, I I don't know, man. I think his mom is a nut. A, a Darren Oliver. Type. A Darren Oliver. A Do. Uh, not so much that she should be like locked up, but she deserves some blame, I think. Listen, it did not go great there. Um, you know, in that situation, I'm just you you're, know. you're sort of going with the analytics of go for it on fourth down enough, and it'll play out in your favor more times than not. You t- couched it in the segment as, uh, or you know what, it was a different segment, um, but it was like on either side, so it, it run together. You were, and I wanted to talk with you about this. You were talking about the Mavericks game against uh, the Nuggets, and uh, Jokic is out there, and he's he's trying to shoot a, uh, a a long two, so the team gives it up to him, even though it's you know they're down one with uh, you know ten seconds to go or whatever. And uh, you seem to be saying, is, is it your view that that was a mistake on their part? Well, they should have helped and double. See, I think that then like. He just fucking passes out of him and you got an open three. Like, yeah, it's but still... I'll take that. We don't need to talk sports right now. But I'm, but I'm, I, I, it, it's, I, I don't, I'm not trying to talk sports. I'm trying to talk about like Philosophy how, behind yeah, it. yeah, like yeah. how, how I view things as working of like, you know, um, it, it doesn't become a bad, like there's certainly things where if it's late game, it's like a little bit more of a bad idea. But generally, I do not agree with that premise. I think most of the time, like you just fucking play it the smart way, regardless of circumstance, because it doesn't stop being the smart way. Like you, you might be in a situation where you get criticized more for playing the smart way, but it's still the smart way. It's still going to work out for you a majority of the time. So like you know, uh, just because uh, this mother happened to be you know have a psychopath child. Um, doesn't mean that you shouldn't like uh, intensely love your kids and like have real high optimistic opinions about them. Like I think I think a lot of people would would probably be greatly helped by having a parent who is like, you know what, you're fucking awesome, you're special, and you know I feel a little bit. I do wonder. I do look back on like my ex, like the source. Like whenever I feel bummed out, why do I feel bummed out? And I think it's in, in part because, you know, like I, I no was new, led to believe that no I was... No Stallone vids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just wanted some more Stallone vids. Um, you know, that, 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 that I was told many times that my life, I was, I was given my life because it was supposed to be super significant. And I'm like, 
like mid-sized podcast significant? Is that, is that what you guys meant or more? And and I figured that they meant more. And uh, I don't I don't think we're I don't think the elevator is going to go up to that floor. Uh, and it, it kind of bugs me out. You'll never find a Home Alone house. <laughs> Absolutely. Whereas if they told me like uh, you're going to be a fucking dock worker the whole time, I'm like, no, I've got a mid-sized podcast. So there's something to that, but 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 I don't know. I I I think love and support are good things. That's a safe position, which you really need after the way this is, entire evening has unfolded for you. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what that means. Maybe I'm, maybe no one does, depending on what you decide to leave in this oh, recording. God damn it! <laughs> it's gonna be hard. All right, thank you to everyone for coming out. We'll see you next month. Uh, thank you to all. I'm about to thank you to the great the great guy. Stop fucking playing that video. Who's Stop playing it. We're done. Food today. We're leaving. There's no yes. more. There's no more. Here he is. Guy, look who it is. Hey, Mr. Guy. How are you? The meeting of the Titans. What a pleasure. What a pleasure. I hope you're hungry. I'm always hungry. Well, I that's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.